Welcome to Traveling Down, Biblical Archaeology for the 21st Century. Hi, I'm Gary Byers. This is Dr. Steve Collins, our resident rock star, as we like to stay. And that feels like that's, that's yeah, rock-hard pottery. You know, I don't do rocks much other than a lot of walls. But, <laughs> but that's... Can't say pot star, I guess, right? For, no, pot for star pots. doesn't sound quite right. Yeah. So we'll stay with rock. Well, we're sitting in our archaeological research center, the Ark, here in Albuquerque. And uh, we were last time we were here, uh, we were looking at this same pottery. Added a few pieces along the way here in this last uh, couple months. But um, this is all stuff from the palace, uh, the Middle Bronze Age palace that we have been excavating for about six years. Mm -hmm. And this is just, this. all of these two tables in front of us are just one type of ware, W-A-R-E, one type of ware. We call it multi-slipped cross-wiped palace ware. And um, it's pretty cool stuff. And it's in this condition right now. It's all lined up, you see, in little rows. It's been sorted according to color um, and pattern. And this being done by one of our doctoral students. Yep. So this is exciting stuff to us. And we've got more to add to it from this last year's excavation. Well, last time we were together, uh, and I wanted to continue this, this discussion, was about the cosmic... Summit. The <laughs> cosmic summit. Man, that just went away from me. Well, you know, it does, you know. I'm old. At our stage of life, you know, it just, it happens. The Cosmic Summit, where you were one of the speakers, and uh, they had a whole bunch of talks on a whole bunch of things that aren't our world, uh, but it, in, in every case, it was interesting stuff. Whether we agreed with it or not, it was interesting stuff for sure, but there were two other guys talking about airbursts, and, uh, and you didn't talk about an airburst because you said if you want to know about an airburst... <laughs> Yeah, Listen I mean, their lectures. yes, I was invited to the Cosmic Summit because Tal Hammam has maybe the, now the most famous airburst of all time, uh, an explosive event that destroyed Tal El Hammam, the site we believe is Sodom, uh, toward the end of the Middle Bronze Age, sometime around 1700-ish B.C., and uh, so that's become quite a famous event, a uh, big publication in, in scientific scientific reports in the Nature uh, um family, yep. the, uh, the journals, nature journals, and um, so that caused a little bit of a stir amongst a few people. By the way, 99% of the people who've read that thing, and there's hundreds of thousands of them, really liked it, really uh, thought a lot of it, really supported it. Less than a handful of people really screamed loudly and tried to push back against it uh, because they push back against virtually everything in that category. Uh, for, for a few reasons. But um, in fact, uh, some of the authors on that paper and some of the scientists who've been working with us are, uh, by all standards, some of the best uh, impact airburst scientists in the world. They're world-class astrophysicists and material scientists and physicists who, uh, who study these things in various locations. And so that's why that's why I was asked to come and present this from sort of the archaeological point of view. And so I did that. But as you said, I didn't really present the impact. I just showed a picture of the Nature Scientific Reports uh, uh, cover sheet for the article and said, if you want to read about all this stuff, there it is. 
What I want to tell you is how in the world we found this particular site that we believe is biblical Sodom, how we found this particular site in the first place. And that was based on? That was very specifically based on run, sort of what I, what I call running the table on the details of geography for Sodom provided in Genesis chapter 13, the first 12 verses. That specific map, it's sort of a verbal map, yeah. took us to the location. We didn't just walk around blindly in the southern Jordan Valley and stumble into this giant archaeological site and try to make it into Sodom. No, it was the biblical text of the geography of Sodom itself that took us to the site and the other sites in the region. But this was the biggest, meanest, baddest of them all. And uh, we thought, well, the Bible is very clear that Sodom was the biggest, the biggest Bronze Age city on the eastern Jordan disk. And voila, there it is. And uh, that must be it. And in fact, not only is it Sodom, I think, but it also was destroyed by fire and burning stone from out of the heavens, exactly as the Bible says. I mean, it's precisely, exactly in every way, a mirror match to the biblical text. A cosmic airburst event. Yeah. And uh, by the way, airburst event, bolide <laughs> explosion. Uh, these are asteroid uh, asteroids. Uh, Meteoritic fragments, uh, maybe comet fragments mm. that come into the atmosphere at a kind of a low enough trajectory to burn up and get really hot, you know, and in the blink of an eye go from, from uh, solid to liquid to gas to plasma in, in, a, in a very explosive uh, moment as it goes to critical mass and bursts upon the ground with great heat and energy causing a whole lot of local damage. I think it was the uh, live science a group that, that puts things out. I get an email from them regularly. I think they were the ones that said there are five asteroids scientists are looking at that are, might come too close for comfort to the Earth. Yes. Yeah. And uh, what's interesting is, is that that our, the guys who are the science, scientists, 21 plus, uh, now there's more actually than we're on the paper uh, working on it, but uh, they are, of course, interested in the destruction of an urban center yeah. like ours. We're the first big urban center ever destroyed, that they know of, ever destroyed by this kind of uh, cosmic airburst event. And so their research is being very closely looked at by NASA. As much as we look at it from the biblical point of view, on the narrow, just the narrow little slice of that story in the Bible in Genesis chapter 19 where... Uh, Sodom's destroyed by fire out of the sky. Um, Washington, D.C., the powers that be, the Pentagon, other folks, NASA, are very interested in the scientists' discoveries at our site of what happens when an airburst occurs. And so they just simply ask the question, what would happen if an airburst, like the one that hit Tal el-Hammam, what would happen if that hit Washington, D.C., New York, L.A., you know, those kinds of things that you see in the movies, right? So um, our, the airburst guys, the scientists, astrophysicists, physicists working on our site, uh, taking samples uh, through the layers, uh, through the middle bronze destruction layer to see what kind of event destroyed the city, um, they're being looked at, the, our paper and the, the scientific research that's coming out of our site, 
in regard to this uh, explosive airburst kind of event is being looked at closely by like NASA and the Pentagon and all the national security agencies and all of that because they would really like to know what would happen if, if one of these events, if the same kind of event that took out the city at Tal al-Hammam, if that same thing happened over, say, a Chicago, L.A., Washington, D.C., something like that, what would happen? Well, we know what would happen. Uh, those places would cease to exist in the blink of an eye. They would just be utterly obliterated, just like Tal Hammam and its whole 400 square kilometer civilization was obliterated, just like the Tunguska Siberia forest in 1908, 2,500 square kilometers was obliterated in, in the blink of an eye. Um, these things, when they happen, they're not, they don't happen every day, thankfully, but they do happen. And we could say not terribly infrequently through the history of mankind, these things have occurred and they have uh, disrupted, if not annihilated, civilization, human civilization in various parts of the world. And so we got asked to come to the Cosmic Summit because one of these kinds of, e of cosmic events obliterated a Middle Bronze Age civilization that we just so happened to be in the middle of excavating for the last 16 years, 16 seasons. And, um, but there are others. Yeah. And at the Cosmic Summit, uh, for the same reason I was invited, um, uh, Andrew M. T. Moore was also invited, the excavator of Abu Herrera, a Neolithic site in northern uh, Syria. And why was he invited? Same reason I was invited. There was a cosmic impact event that disrupted or destroyed that civilization way, way back. Now, way back in the Neolithic period, far earlier than hmm. our site, but his whole point was this, that not only did this uh, airburst, and, and the one that destroyed his site also sort of disrupted everything in the Northern Hemisphere hmm. at yeah. the time, and he believes it, it forced mankind to shift from hunter-gatherer status to agriculture. He said they already knew how to do agriculture. They had already developed and began to, um, uh, to breed and, uh, plants stuff. and domesticate to wheat and things like that. But what they didn't have was an impetus because they had lots of, lots of flora and fauna in this nice world that they lived in at the time. And, uh, I mean, if your game just, you know, walks by on the hoof, <laughs> pretty regularly according to the seasons, you know, and you have all the meat you need, you don't, you know, let's face it, nobody eats vegetables because they have to. Well, I guess there are a few people that do that. But if you can have a good, you know, antelope steak or something like that, I guess that's better. And so they didn't really get serious about agriculture, Andrew believes, until these faunal resources and, 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 and some of these natural plants yeah. were obliterated uh, by a cosmic airburst event or set of events that happened in very close uh, time proximity to each other in the Neolithic period. And he says that probably gave rise to ancient agriculture because now they had lost some of their sources for food. Now they were forced to begin to plant the seeds that they had cultivated and agriculture began in earnest. <laughs> I think it's a nice thought. Yeah, very interesting. Well, so you, um, you, you didn't talk about our cosmic event, but you, you referenced it and then you told about the, the city. 
And you got a lot of responses to all that at this conference oh, yeah. from people that generally aren't our audience, the people we normally talk to and deal with. No, that's true. I'm a completely different, uh, different kind of audience. And um, people from all over of every kind, of, I mean, it's sort of a cross-section of humanity. Every imaginable background, you know, lay people, scientists, uh, educators, uh, just folks that are interested in that sort of thing uh, from every kind of religious background or no religious background that you can possibly imagine. And they uh, get tremendous response and there, there from were it. Thousands, couple thousand in attendance, yes. 1,500, 2,000. And then they also had streamed it uh, for, for fee. Yeah. And so folks all over the yeah, country and uh, the world yeah, were watching. Yeah, it was, a, it was a big deal. And um, so, yeah, I don't know how many people were actually in the room, at least 500 or so, and then a, double that online. And so it was a big event. Yeah. And um, got great response. Got a lot of questions asked, had people coming up to me for the whole, all the days that I was there, even when I wasn't speaking, and talking about what they had seen, what we had presented. But for me, the nuts and bolts of it was, I got to say that we wouldn't have found this particular site without the assistance of the very accurate biblical geography. It was the Bible that took us to the site. The Bible is a geographical gold mine, and we just simply followed the biblical geography took us to the site, and we found everything that the Bible describes about the city, including its fiery destruction. Pretty powerful message. Um, so this stuff has continued. Now, we just had a symposium here in Albuquerque, uh, 20 different speakers, 15, and uh, uh, something spoke like that. a whole, whole, bunch of, whole bunch of talks <laughs> over three days, almost exhausting. It, was, it wasn't almost exhausting. It was entirely <laughs> exhausting. We, uh, but we got it done. And one of those speakers um, was one of the members of this Comet research team yes. that, that did the scientific work at our site. Yes. Uh, uh, Jen Kletechka, Gunther, Gunther Kletechka. And um, he's an astrophysicist. He's one of the best in the world. Uh, even even the number one pushback person on that against that paper uh, admits that Gunther is a, he, he worked with him. He at worked Tunguska. at a couple of different places, and uh, he admits that Gunther is is a terrific scientist, is a top top notch scientist. So um, anyway, Gunther came and talked to us about the Hammam airburst, yeah. and uh, so. When scientists like this stand up and they really know their stuff and they are experts in their field and they know way more than everybody else in the room about that subject, I think that was very, I think it, uh, it maybe moved the needle a little bit more about uh, uh, archaeologists beginning to understand the very different nature of the Tal El Hammam MB destruction. It's not your garden variety, you know, military earthquake kind of normal thing. This thing is off the map atypical. Yeah. Uh, it was a different kind of event. And um, uh, also just this week, an article came out in the Jerusalem Post where a, a theologian um, at a Catholic university, and I've just lost his name, Barnsma. Bar 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 Thank you, Larissa. 
Dr. Bergsma. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I know his name, but I didn't know him at all. But he, he Jerusalem Post picked up. Uh, somebody wrote an article about what he was saying about Tal Hamam, and even they even embedded. I, I probably wasn't him. It was probably the, the editorial staff embedded one of your talks. You always would give a talk from the top of the Acropolis of the site, and you've always called it the talk from the top. And somebody videoed one of those. Yeah. And, and by they the had way, twenty minutes if, if, of that yeah, on. If you go to that, and that was the <laughs> Jerusalem Post online, twenty seventh of September, uh, article about Tal Hamam uh, and the explosive airburst event. But anyway, it gives a little piece of my about twenty minutes of my talk from the top, and when I'm explaining the geography, standing on top of Tal Hamam. And by the way, the guys that you see kind of around me in the picture, these are some of the members of the Comet Research Group. So one of them videoed the It was happened the to be, talk, in, yeah. it was done in one of the years that they were actually on the site. Well, it, it's all been very exciting and uh, more to come on a whole bunch of levels, including the, the, the things we learn from the pottery that's sitting right here on this table. We'll keep you posted on that. In fact, next time, let's walk around the table. We'll talk about a little bit about what's all sitting on all of these tables. We're really glad to have you. Troweling Down, Biblical Archaeology for the 21st Century. I'm Gary Byers. This is Steve Collins. Join us again next time.